I gotta have my beverage. Go for it. Your Mountain Dew? Yeah. On the floor. To your right. What's going on? <laughs> this is Jordan. <laughs> You're, You're listening to the Duck Gun Podcast. <laughs> you get it down. Talk about guns, dogs, deer. I forgot how to do it. Get ready to take it. Picatinny. <laughs> get ready to take it. <laughs> no, it says load up and take it. <laughs> it doesn't say that. You're on the podcast, you don't even know. You can't get everybody in this. Hey guys, I'm Jordan Froman. I believe in hunting hard, hunting smart, and having a fun time while doing it. And shooting limits? Well, that's just the icing on the cake. I revel in the journey just as much as the successes it brings. From ducks to dogs to decoys and guns, we'll be talking tactics, strategies, and what it takes to get the job done. Load up and take aim. This is the Duck Gun Podcast. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining me in another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. And this one's a unique one. We're doing it live. We got the whole crew here, the Flyways Collective collab. It's finally upon us. And it's kind of it's kind of awesome. We're in the same room, everybody here. And I got Thomas from Virginia Outdoors Unlimited, Matt from High Prairie Sportsman, Elliot from Freelance Duck Hunting, Josh from Outdoor Dun- Limits. <laughs> Outdoor what? Outdoor dumps? (laughs) Outdoor limits. I can't make it through a podcast without duffing every other word. So, Uh, and then Titus from Mid Valley Mercenaries. So, So. (laughs) Um, but yeah. So tonight's podcast, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna talk about, um, you know, what we got planned for for what we're getting into this week and a whole week of hunting out here in Kansas. Gonna be a lot of fun. So. Yeah, what do you guys think? Somebody jump in here and save me. <laughs> do we have an itinerary? <laughs> We've got an itinerary, but the, the question is, are we going to follow the itinerary? Yeah, it's quickly going out the window. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll make it about a day and a half in the itinerary. Yeah. And Josh is already talking about evening hunts. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, I thought that's when we were supposed to hang out. <laughs> I think we already somewhat learned our lesson. I don't think there'll be any more staying up all night on the first mm-hmm. night. No. Wait, <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing that? I don't know. Maybe we have to keep the tradition alive. We'll I think so. Yeah. You guys should. Good you luck. Should. Yeah. Are you hunting together tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Hey, there I'm, you go. Hey, I've got a bang for you. You're good. Oh, God. Yeah. That'll put. <laughs> hey, I'm out of the bachelor pad now. So. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so are you to the point now where you have to ask permission to hunt? No. I tell her I'm going. Uh, is she going to listen to this podcast? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can, I can count on one hand how many videos she's watched of mine. Yeah. <laughs> She's a big supporter. I uh, told Sarah she gives my my videos bad because she'll turn on, thumbs it up, and turn off. I said that's killing my watch time. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> I just leave it play. Um, but before we jump all all up into it, let's let's go ahead and give a thanks to the partners of the collab. Um, we got Tetra, we got Motion Ducks, we got Finisher, and Old Town. There we go. Thank you, Body Matt. Furnace. <laughs> and Body Furnace. So those are the partners of the pod or the, of the. Um, Flyways collab this year. So big thanks out to those guys. Um, you'll be hearing a lot about them um, through our hunts, through the podcast. Uh, you know, they're definitely a, a big part in making this thing possible, getting us all here together out in one spot, which is a, honestly, it's a big ordeal, big, uh, <laughs> big event. So um, big thanks to all those. You guys will be hearing a ton about them. 
um, you know, this whole collab. Yeah, so speaking of that, I want to get you guys' first impressions on the Tetra Alpha Shields that you guys got this evening. What After trying them out, what do you guys think? Um, you know, for me, I, I mean, I, I love it so far. You know, um, it's kind of like the further you get into the season, the more you kind of feel it on your ears, the ringing and and the hearing loss. And, you know, it's kind of something you, you get used to over time. You don't really realize how bad it is until you start um, repeatedly asking people, what? <laughs> yeah, well, so I can say for myself that I made a decision years ago not to wear hearing protection because I just couldn't stand not being able to hear things when I was hunting. And so Tetra had us do this little hearing test, and apparently they called me out by name to how poorly <laughs> I had failed. Something effective. We can't believe he has that much hearing loss at, at that age. So but when I put him in, I was, it sounded pretty much, I mean, natural. I mean, you could hear other sounds a little more, but every other hearing I'd ever wore, uh, electronic ones, it was a completely unnatural sound. And just from having it on tonight, the sounds were completely natural. And so I, I will have no issue wearing those myself if they sound like that out in the field, which I'll know tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I started ripping on the call right when I got them, and I mean, sounded the same. Had no issues hitting those notes that you know I had could hit without them on. And uh, I've got my my eardrums ring a couple times down in Texas these last few days, so um, I feel like they're very much needed. And I'm definitely gonna get some use out of them. Looking forward to testing them out tomorrow. Yeah, also the big advantage to to those type of uh, hearing protection is the fact that you can hear whatever's going on, and it protects you from. Um, the concussion of your gun going off. So, you know, most cheap versions, you know, you push a piece of foam in your ear and you, then you can't hear anything going on like Elliot you're saying. And then as a hunter, that's a big issue because you can't hear birds' wings whistling. You can't hear mallards quacking or, or anything else. So, it's, you know, it's a big advantage to be able to hear what's going on and also be able to save your ears in the meantime. You know, the other option people use are, are big earmuffs and some of those do have options like that, but then it gets in the way of shouldering our gun. So this is like, this is kind of your all-in-one solution for um, a hunter. You know, you protect your ears and you can hear everything that's going on. So that's, I think that's the, the big positive to Tetra. Mm-hmm. They're really comfortable, too. Like, it fits right in that op- open spot of your ear, like the, what would you call the back end, the tail end of that? The little curly cue <laughs> of, of your ear just pops right in, and it's like you honestly forget they're there. And I seen Thomas over there, me and Thomas were headbanging, <laughs> trying to see if you felt any looseness or no, moving no, around. It's not. It's a super snug fit, and it's comfortable. It's like, well, that's one thing I didn't like about some of the other in-ear ones is that I definitely don't like the outer, which I found some that were okay, and they worked. But like you said, you got so much stuff on your head. It's just like, I don't like it. But the other thing was is uh, they would start making your ears sore after a little bit while. And I can't say I've worn them for a super long time yet. Tomorrow will be the best test, but... It really was no uncomfortable, like stretching or anything like that, where it's like causes ear soreness. Awesome, yeah. So just a little bit uh, more about the other partners from the the podcast. Um, you know, Motion Ducks—they're perfect for um, those non-wind day uh, solution for that. You got your motion in the set. Um, you know, you guys have heard that in the Duck Gun podcast. They've been a, a longtime supporter of us, um, so definitely excited to have them um, as part of the collab this year as well. Um, and then body furnace. Uh, you want to take it away on body furnace? Yeah. So I've tried this product a couple times, and um, when I got it in my hands, I was a little bit, little bit skeptical of the product because you know you hear products make this claim and that claim. But so what it is it? It's a belt, 
and you put it on, it's really light and really flexible and it just, it gets hot and you can uh, adjust it with an app or you can just use it by tapping your hand. And I tried it. I had my dad try it. I had my son try it all. And all three of us agreed. It's a, it's a really, really good product. Um, it goes in my blind bag. Like I said, it's super light, super flexible, and I'll, I will bring it with me on most hunts for sure. Um, cause when I'm wearing it, it's just, it feels really, really good. And I have yet to try it on a really cold day, but the days I've tried it on were, uh, mid thirties and I just really enjoyed having the thing on But the, the biggest surprise about it was that you don't, I didn't really notice it when it was on. It didn't feel uncomfortable because it's just light and, and, and flexible. So, I'm looking forward to all you guys trying. I don't think any of you have even had the opportunity to try it yet. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys have to say about it. Cause I, like I said, I'm, I, it will be in my blind bag on any day under 40. I'll have it with me. Awesome. Definitely. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. Um, also old town canoes. Um, we're all big time users of the old town canoes. All of our hunts. It's just perfect. Uh, going out there, public land, um, getting out there, dragging the kayaks, out there in the water. Uh, I know Elliot and Josh are big layout hunters as well. Uh, I, I know the rest of us haven't done it a ton, but we definitely use it getting to our spots. So, Thomas, what do you think about Old Town Canoes? I, I layout hunt out of mine quite a bit. But, yeah, I, I love it, mine. I've beat mine beat mine up the past couple years that I've had the 119, and uh, it's held up to all the abuse I can throw at it. And I just this year paired it with the uh, Redhead Layout Blind, and uh, I love that pairing. I mean, it just... It makes things so easy. You know, you have your hide right there. All you got to do is really roll it out, put a little bit of natural vegetation on it, and you can kill ducks right out of it. So, um, yeah, I've been really impressed. I, I love how that 119 paddles. Out of all the, you know, I've paddled quite a few kayaks, and that 119, far and away, you can get pretty much anywhere you need to go in quite a quite a um, hurry. Awesome. And I've been running that uh, that big water uh, 132 the last few hunts, so uh, definitely solid, solid kayak um, for that as well. Uh, and then lastly, finisher, another, uh, another partner from the podcast. Um, so you guys have heard, heard us talking about them. Um, but you know, perfect for dispatching your birds quickly, easily, uh, finisher just slips in the back of the head, scrambles them up and <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. I'm editing that out. Don't let me forget no, that. Just leave it. <laughs> It's what you do. You it's scramble a, it's it. It's a podcast. You, you do. I think I've said that in the video. You just stick it in there and you scramble <laughs> them. Yeah, so finisher, perfect for dispatching your birds, um, you know, cripples in a quick, humane way. Um, you know, as hunters, <laughs> as hunters, we're... As um, humanely as it can be yeah, for scrambling. As, as, as humanely <laughs> as you can do it. Um, as hunters, you know, we're responsible for our prey, taking care of it. and. Yeah. You know, being respectful to our animal, and the finisher is a perfect product for that. So, uh, definitely check out all the, all those guys. Like I said, um, these guys are are the guys that are making it possible for us to get get together and do this collab. So, um, but yeah, let's go ahead and jump into uh, talking about um, kind of the plans for the collab. And Josh, what are your uh, expectations going into it, knowing knowing what you know so far? There's some ducks that we will hunt. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to predict. It really is. It's like a, a changing time right now because it's been so warm. We haven't had a good cold front push, and it just finally rolled through. So we're gonna definitely get some migrators coming through, and uh, hopefully they'll want to play. But you know, it's hard to say right now because we haven't had them as many birds on the refuge eating it down, getting rid of that food source to where they're gonna go into the marshes where we're gonna be hunting them, and they could 
possibly be on a weird feeding pattern right now where they're at night feeding. So yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting. I think if we put our time in, we get some scouting done, we're definitely going to shoot birds. I've been shooting birds in these marshes all season long, so I've got pretty high hopes. Awesome. Yeah, I was out uh, scouting. You dropped a pin for me to check in on the, the way in, and um, I was actually about to leave. So it was 15 minutes after after uh, last light, you know, or, or last shooting light, and, you know, I'm talking to you on the phone. You're like, what are you seeing? I'm like, ah, not a lot. You know, I, I've seen one duck, and you're like, awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, I think I'm going to um, head out then. And you're like, ah, you probably should stay for a little longer. And it was like, I mean, it was three minutes after that. And literally, there was like a cloud of ducks that came over the trees. Like, at first, I'm just like looking, because it's pretty far out from where I was looking. And I could just see this like dark kind of cloud, this is the only way I can describe it, of ducks coming up over the tree. And I put glass on them. And sure enough, at first, I was like, oh, those got to be geese, because there's so many of them. And then they all started coming over the trees, dropping in the marsh, and just behind them, like, there's just flock after flock you know, small flocks, like four or five coming in, dropping in the marsh, dropping in the marsh. But behind them the whole time I could just see this, this dark cloud of ducks. So, um, you know, that doesn't help us any if they're night feeding or, you know, anything like that. But seeing that many ducks, at least in the area, using the marshes at some point, you know, gives me some hope, you know, that, like you said, we put in our time, we'll, we'll be able to figure something out and hopefully get on the ducks. Yeah. So lately it seems like they've been on kind of a, a different pattern than I'm used to where, they'll go out to feed in a field in the morning and you'll get the mallards trickling in after they feed. Yeah. No, that'd be, uh, that'd be ideal. I think <laughs> mm-hmm. Titus, what do you think coming all the way from California? I mean, I'm hopeful. I mean, we've, I was talking to Elliot on the way over here and we were talking about how he was like, it seems like you've kind of stayed on it as that as you shown everything, the skunks. And I said, really, I don't think I, I thought about later. I think I've had one skunk and, so that's doing pretty good, for, honestly, for us, because we have several throughout the year. I mean, I wouldn't say a ton, but um, not, and I told him too, we're not going out there shooting, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty birds, you know, maybe two a piece or something like that. But that's, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like if I go out there, if we were talking, shoot three birds a piece or something, I mean, that's that's a good day. I'd be totally happy with that. But so that mindset coming over here is, if I get that, I'm completely completely happy and and just being out here hanging out with you guys collabing and again you know i know how we all are any duck hunter is like if you're not getting something in the morning you're gonna want to yeah go so i i see that kind (laughs) of i see that kind of taking over all of us but yeah whatever happens happens i mean i'm i'm excited to be here i i've been wanting to come back to kansas since i left last year because i mean i just I mean, Thomas talked, you know, it's like we could come here and we know we could just get on the ducks the way the public land is, you know, and doing your scouting, it's fun. And like what we've been doing in California this year, we've been doing a lot of scouting where we couldn't do it before. So it's kind of ventured out in some oh, yeah. new places. So I'm excited about it. Elliot, the best co-host around. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Uh, what, this year, you know, in the collab, what are you kind of hoping that we uh, accomplish or what is your goal with the collab this year? Um, well, honestly, uh, one of the main goals for me is that last year we had so many people to collab that we didn't have just a lot of this, where it's just interaction between the six of us. So I'm really looking forward to the non-hunting times where we can all just kind of hang out, make content, do podcasts and everything. Um, I, I would like to see us average two and a half to three ducks a person per hunt. I think that that's reasonable. Two and uh, a half. 
<laughs> is there a place we can keep track of that? Keep statistics. <laughs> two, two and a half birds do it. No. So if you shoot three one day and two the next, that would be two and a half. Okay. There you go. Okay. That's how that plays I'm just, out. I'm Josh. just envisioning it. That's a, how that a, plays out. A bird at five yards and you shoot half a bird. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it's a really, really weird season because we had this massive cold front come in October and had this huge push. And then it just went stale, warm weather for four, four weeks, almost five weeks now. And then when we do get a cold front, normally if we get a cold front in Kansas and it's 25 here at night, it's like 10 to 12 up in um, the Dakotas. But if the thing about these fronts, if you look at them, it'll be 25 here and 25 in the Dakotas as well. And so even with these north winds, we're just not we're not getting the pushes because they're not really we need people in the Dakotas like it's on ties. We need people up there north ice fishing now. That's what we need. <laughs> so but there are plenty of ducks around. As I know as as you guys drove in, we do Marco Polo and everyone is like, Oh, I'm seeing ducks here and birds there. We've got plenty of birds around. The thing is they don't like getting shot. And when they're here for seven, eight, two weeks, they learn where they're gonna get shot. And so the challenge is how many of them are going to be where we are, but there are certainly plenty of birds around. I will say kind of driving in, it's insane. The number of farm ponds that just are holding ducks. Um, if there is spots like that in Indiana, there'd be like a line at people's door, like trying to get, get permission. And <laughs> just like, it feels like nobody cares. And there's just these farm ponds everywhere. And, uh, it's just, it's just a different ball game out here in Kansas, which is, you know, it's awesome. Um, if I saw a pond with 50 on them, I would be interested in that. I know you were saying you saw one that was about 40 or 50. That would, you get a pond with fifty on it. That's that's huntable for sure. Oh yeah. Would you get a hotel and four goose floaters? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was for like how many geese were on that? Like seven. No, there's there more like than seven. seven. And he gets a hotel room and spends two hundred dollars on decoys. Oh man, that's this harsh. is this has been my worst season ever. So, but thanks for kicking me while I'm down. Okay, it happens. It happens. Okay, it happens. banded birds. Yeah, bands. Yeah, I've shot a band. Yeah. Look at the high notes. <laughs> That's the high notes for sure. All, it's been it's been on an upswing here. I hope we bring the continue the the momentum into Kansas. Matt, who are you most excited to hunt with this weekend? Well, I just want to say I noticed that all the guys that got bands in the last few weeks are over on this side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else that hasn't. Is over we here. don't want to get that whatever it is on us. So like bad luck, bad <laughs> bad voodoo. I I haven't gotten a band. You were on a banded hunt, though. Yeah, yeah. Were. The three pack came in, and the one I shot wasn't banded. <laughs> the other two were. Yes, oh, I mean, seen they that came one in yet. together. Oh my! And goodness. then the two split off to the left, and the one came on the right where I was. So I smoked that one, and then all four other guys were shooting at the other two. Then arguing who shot it. No, it, no. it was pretty civil. Uh, <laughs> that's good. That's. I good. want to hear Matt's thoughts on the migration. From what I said. To your experiences in Nebraska as far as the migration this year? Yeah, uh, we definitely had a grand passage, like you were saying. We had that, you know, that the first week uh, in hey, Matt, my... Matt, get the microphone. In my local zone. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but we, we had a ton of ducks, all kinds of different species. I mean, I went out after work every day that week, and it was just... If it wasn't... I mean, I could have easily limited out. I know some people will critique me on not shooting gadwall, but... Uh, <laughs> There was a ton of ducks, and now it's just stale. I mean, there's mallards around. There's quite a few ducks still around up there. They just roost on, you know, big water, and then they get up super high first thing. They go out to feed, and they come back after shooting light. That's and It's like that every day. Maybe if you have a good wind or a little bit of precip, it'll get them in tighter. But, uh, yeah, like you said, you know, we need, we need 
the people in the Dakotas ice fishing. And I heard that, I think it's Devil's Lake, they're already starting ice fishing. That's up in North Dakota there. But South Dakota is still holding birds from what I understand. They need to stop making heated corn ponds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to stop funding those. That's what's short-stopping us, wherever they say. <laughs> Ice rippers. <laughs> One pond stops the migration. Yeah, all the flooded, <laughs> flooded, heated cornfield ponds or whatever. You want to talk about flooded corn? Go to Missouri. Yeah, yeah. boys love their flooded corn. Now there's going to be no one hunting it. <laughs> say for the majority of the game managers in Kansas that I've talked to, they prefer the moist soil vegetation to to corn. Flooded <laughs> corn is like there's only a, a handful of spots that do it in Kansas. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. think of two mm-hmm. off the top of my head. Me too. Huh. I'd prefer to. I know. Don't. Actually, it's <laughs> nice to have on a big complex. It's nice to have one marsh covered with flooded corn because all the hunters are going to go there. And then you can go off to the smart weed and the wild millet and crush them. Let those guys all. Not that corn can't be great because it can, but we saw your teal hunts this year, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> those were good. Those were good. Yeah, from yeah, what I've seen getting... with flooded corn in the east, because it offers so good thermal cover. What they really like to do is go in there at night, and then they'll, you know, when they have any moon, they'll night feed in there and roost in there really heavy. So. You know, I think that that natural vegetation offers the the benefit that they don't like to do that as much, from my understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, groups for tomorrow. Let's talk about that a little bit. We're we're gonna try to make out as many YouTube videos as we can from the collab. We'll be hunting. Um, you know, it it all depends on the scout. But if we can split up in three groups, that way we'll bring as many videos as possible from it. So, tomorrow we got me and Josh going out. I think it's uh. Matt and Thomas, Matt and Thomas, Elliot and Titus. So that's everybody, right? So everybody. (laughs) Let's talk specifics. It's like where everyone's going, like uh, like pins and stuff like that. Like, (laughs) well, you, I'm sure that you can talk about it. Like, are you guys going? You put that on Marco Polo. You found a place that you're excited about. Is that where you're heading? Yeah, we're gonna go to Flint Oak, and uh, they got a real nice duck feed going down there. I got to edit no, this out just, or no? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I found a pretty pretty nice little hole. It, it had some mallards in it about 1 o'clock today. So I've got high hopes for it. Saw some wood ducks in there this evening. It looked like you were on the edge of a main lake. Were you not? Was that a marsh? That was marsh. Okay. That was marsh. That's where you two are going in the morning? I guess so. He's he's gonna he's coerced me into layout hunting, so... You gotta do it. Yeah, man. it's awesome. I'll I'll yeah. try it. The, yeah. the hide in there is gonna be awesome. I'm good. You've been saying that you want to do it. I know I have. Yeah. So How are you guys getting in there? How do you, do you have to portage or, can, or? Oh, there's gonna be two portages. Oh boy, you got a row. <laughs> do you have the big old town or you got the light one? I got the big one. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen Maybe as far you as to take the one nineteen. I've got. I'm taking the top water. Mm. What are we doing? Like, what's our well, that's we, what I'm trying, we that's what I'm trying to sort out. That's what I'm trying to sort out. I thought we were going to do this after the podcast. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it on the podcast. Well, Jordan, yeah, I, we don't get into too many details. I don't know. I was just trying to talk about the next thing. Yeah. Talk Jordan, about. Jordan saw one hen gadwall in the marsh he went to scout. So I think that's where <laughs> Matt and I are going are gonna to go set up. <laughs> and, he decided uh, to send us there. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> she comes in and brings all her gadwall buddies so that I can shoot a limit and Matt can sit there shaking his fist all morning. I'll watch. <laughs> I, I, can, I can drop a couple pins for you in that, that spot. There's some tried and true spots. And I saw some stuff. I hunted that pool this morning. 
So I saw some stuff, and it told me where to go and where not to go. Well, I was excited when you said you saw wood ducks today because I haven't, I still haven't shot a wood duck this year, so that'd be awesome. Ugh. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like wood ducks, like you are. Like, there we go. I, I've shot, I've shot about all the wood ducks I care to shoot for this season. Hey, welcome to the Central Flyway. <laughs> yeah. Wood ducks taste the best, though. So I mean, that, I'll, I'll shoot six. I'll shoot six green wings. <laughs> I don't need a wood Pin, duck. Yeah. Pintails. Yeah, this that's yeah. White quarter inch I white know. fat on there. I would. Do you know. still think about that pintail you cooked I last do. year? I do. Me and Tom still talk it's about delicious. that. I still think about it. That was one of the best I had. I just imagine it with some Traeger smoke on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you cooked much on the Traeger duck though? Because it seems I did it once, and I was like, it's easy to overcook them. I just like anything else. I haven't. I use it for sausage. Yeah. Summer sausage, jerky sticks. Yeah. Getting the good smoke on there. You know, it'd be kind of nice if we got some good, actually good eating birds and did them whole on the trigger. That'd be nice. Yeah, There's recipes fun. on their website. Yeah. I just hate gutting birds. I know. It's a pain. Yeah, I've never hard. done it. There's little little chunks of goo in them. <laughs> it's called guts. It's called organs. You got to scramble them. <laughs> scramble them. I'll yeah. shoot them close enough you can gut them in uh, gut them in your shot. Hey, you know <laughs> he what? took one's this, jaw off today. This morning I almost decapitated a redhead. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> What's everybody planning on shooting tomorrow, gauge wise? <laughs> I know we got some sub gauge lovers my here. Plan. If I'm out of the I'm gonna shoot my twelve. Extra, extra full chose. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Triple. Then tomorrow will be. Is that with you? Or no? Tomorrow's. I, with... I don't know. I haven't seen the schedule. Jordan you made, you made the Saturday. schedule. You should know, Titus. Well, no, I, you, I sent to all you guys, <laughs> and everybody's telling me what I did wrong. Here, let's see. So well, when you, is, you put like, yeah, it is, I think it's me and you. No, it's me and Thomas okay. tomorrow. And you got you don't have a twenty with you, do you? I do. Oh, you do. I have a U twenty. <laughs> He's got a little thing. turkey. There game. we go. He brings a U twenty. Then I'll be shooting the twenty the, gauge for one three of the days and the twelve one day. That's probably what I'll do. <laughs> yeah. But I, did, I plan I, on shooting it. I actually you got really long arms. You brought a U twenty. How's that going to fit you? <laughs> it, it probably won't. I got three inch bars. <laughs> Everybody else is doing it. <laughs> yeah. Mom, can I See, buy a U twenty? I want. I wanted to do a, a youth twenty gauge challenge with Matt, but now he's backing out on that. So I have a valid excuse for that. I am loaning Jordan my mount for yeah, his 20 Yeah, but if Titus gauge. is shooting his 12 tomorrow, then Jordan can use Titus's 20 mount. Why can't you just yeah, use, yeah, why <laughs> use... Why can't you use Titus's since I already had this exchange <laughs> lined up? You want us to do all this... Yeah, see, then you need <laughs> one there, around. Yeah, well, we can figure it out. They're talking maybe. about a shot cam mount, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're... We're, things are getting heated here. <laughs> I'll, I'll be using my twenty eight. Can we? Tomorrow. Can we? Uh, can we count how many guns we have in this house? We went, we literally <laughs> rented an Airbnb. They're like Airbnb is going to have to like I'll, put in their claws. I will guess right now. Matt has three. <laughs> yep, I saw that. So Matt has 28, three. 20, and twelve. I have yep. three. Ty, Thomas, how many you got? You have three. You three. So that's nine. Holy how many you bring? Smokes. I got my one. <laughs> ten, ten. I brought two. Twelve. I got two. 14. So we got 14 guns I in this house. Right. <laughs> he was taking Elliot's firing pin and throwing it. <laughs> then you got to loan him your youth 20. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. You know, Jordan, I think I'm going to take Titus on a, uh, a run across that lake over a couple stumps in the morning. <laughs> hey, you I told- If you want to take your kayaks into a spot, I got, I got a spot. I hit a stump the other day and it startled me, but... <laughs> you got to watch out for those things. You don't see them, but you'll feel them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elliot's took me to this spot before. Is that where you're going? You guys are going May, there tomorrow? I, well, knowing about the panel blind, I'm a little more 
Yeah. I, I know there's a bunch of ducks. Out. I know there's, yeah, I'm kind of liking that idea. So, so Elliot took Josh me there. Josh doesn't want me to hunt. His, he doesn't want me to know any of his spots. That's <laughs> It <laughs> slipped out of his mouth. So here's maybe. what's going to happen is I show Elliot all my secret, not so secret spots. Here's the, th- here's the thing. Elliot's <laughs> going to be sitting in the marsh at 2.30 eating <laughs> Chef Boyardee. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to roll in about 6 o'clock and see this headlamp in the one pin that I like to go to. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I think Elliot's got way more secret spots than you do. <laughs> yeah, no, my spots aren't that secret. I hunt them a lot. Yeah, so I, I've gone out that spot, Elliot, and uh, you know, I, after we went to it, I told your wife that I was fearful for my life, <laughs> and you're like, "You can't say that." Say <laughs> hey, my wife, Dad. I want to go back there. Well, we're like ramping logs at sixty. Hey, oh lord! <laughs> we did hit one that was pretty bad. Elliot, what's the name of your boat? It doesn't have a name. I don't know why. You should name it something it's- with a stump. Stump mm. jumper or something. No, stump jumper. <laughs> oh, whoops. yeah. Because yeah, didn't should. the tree stump the, uh, sink the it? The yeah, boat we crew. ran it up a tree stump and sank. Uh, we ran it right up. <laughs> yeah, let's do that tomorrow. That sank <laughs> it, flipped it. The pirates this is the same boat. place we're going. Did your mud motor survive? Uh, well, I mean, after <laughs> lots of repair, <laughs> no, it was out for the whole season. Yeah, that was a bad situation. Old Fumblemitz was swimming around in the dark, old. <laughs> oh. Oh. You got to name the boat. We got to name the yeah, boat. Yeah, okay. Help me, yeah. And we can get stickers and name it. I've cursed that, <laughs> that on, boat a lot. Put it on the back end of the boat. Uh, it's sinking Sally. It's running pretty good. Sinking Sally. <laughs> I want to take Titus to the place where Aiden and I paddled that boat three and a half miles out. Oh, Ooh. my God. Because we had kayaks on top of the boat. You know what like that is, This is the same too, spot we're going to, basically. That's the boat broke path. down. And yeah, we hooked paddle. the uh, two kayaks to the boat and paddled it out. Nice. Wait, how strong was the wind that day? Zero. Is that no wind? Yeah, that's the only way we could have done it. Oh, my God. Y'all have got lucky with those sinking the boat in mm. warm weather, paddling out yeah. when there was no wind. You didn't, you, didn't you sink the boat right by a boat ramp? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Or right by where someone could pull up their truck. Like, Yeah, well, it was about, uh, I'd say, a quarter mile. Funny thing is, I met Aiden the next week after this happened and he actually hunted that same pool that day we flipped the boat and he just ended up teaming up with some guys and they, and they said yeah i heard some dumbasses sunk their boat and <laughs> <laughs> the next week he's like yeah that was us <laughs> we were the dumbasses <laughs> yeah, it, it can bad. happen i mean the the tree stumps are real like taking my little layout boat on some of these reservoirs oh boy you got to be careful yeah, well, that's the thing is you just have to be paying attention, and we just didn't pay attention for 10 seconds of time. But some of the stumps, like, it's dark out, and you got a, as many lights as you want. You're not going to see the stump in the muddy water. It's like three inches below the surface, yeah. and you just hit it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I ran my final attack, little eight-foot square layout boat up <laughs> on a tree stump one day in broad daylight. Didn't see the stump. But then I got hung up on there and had to paddle myself off of it. Mm. That's why you want those bigger old towns. For if there's stumps around, you don't want to be in the 119. You want to be in those bigger ones. I don't know what are they. What are the names of the the big water 132? Yeah, that's the, the one top you want water. to be in. Yeah. I will say, good. I like the 119 because it doesn't have scupper holes. One of my friends <laughs> this season got stuck his his kayak with one of the scupper holes, got a log up through it, and had to sit there for four hours on the thing because he couldn't get out and had oh to get gosh. someone to come rescue him. What's a scupper hole? It's the little holes in the bottom. So like a sit-on-top kayak is basically, think of it as like a big balloon. Mm-hmm. So it's 
got this air cavity in the middle. And so you get water inside your boat. Those scupper holes drain that water out through the bottom. So you can plug them if you want to, but I like having it in there because you're getting in and out hunting in it. Your water on your waders will get into your boat, and that scupper holes will drain that out. Okay. <clears throat> yep, that's for sure. Um, now i got to figure out where we're going from here on the podcast. <laughs> we want to talk about like predictions as far as like do you want to throw out numbers and Anybody down for that? Thomas, what do you think we're going to shoot this? Sandhill crane limits every day. <laughs> no. I, I told, I said I would have fun if we didn't shoot a duck this whole time, but I'm hoping that we can uh, get at least a couple every day. I think that'd be a pretty good prediction. <laughs> the look on Elliot's face when he said that. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to be happy if I don't shoot that. I'll, I'll have fun. Pissed if I... and going home grumpy. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't like, like you guys near that much. Like... <laughs> I think of it this way, like we're all here to hunt, but we're also here to collaborate and enjoy the time together and really make these videos for our viewers who like watching all of us and they like to see us all together. So shooting birds is the icing on the cake and being able to do these podcasts and the side content and all that, that's the end goal of this. Speaking of that, I got to vlog some more stuff for tonight. <laughs> I, haven't I have seen, been doing it though I have I haven't seen a camera in your hand since you got here <laughs> that's true <laughs> oh you've been using your phone well, well I, for right now I give you a, I give you a leave of absence to go grab your camera if you okay. want <laughs> um, here's another thing <laughs> you have <headphones> <laughs> I don't know if we uh, we ever made a final decision I know um, are we going to do a hen jar I don't know what that is if you shoot too. a hen you got to put money in it only for mallards. No, just for any any oh. hen at all. I'm not What's the whole thing about you can, you don't care about other species hens or what? I'm because I'm not going to try to worry about if a, if gadwalls come in. I'm oh, not I'm not going to worry about it at all. I'm going to still shoot my two mallard I, hens. I, I don't I don't have the same kind of money that you've got. <laughs> and you know, I mean, if it's a slow it's, day, I don't want to not shoot like a hen green wing that comes in just because I have to give out money. <laughs> hey, if a, if a hen pintail comes. <laughs> Right into the set, feet down, she's going to die. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They banned hens, too. <laughs> yeah, they do. As you know, Jordan. Yep. What I about geese? What about are... geese? Are we going to are we gonna put in money for shooting hen geese? No, because you can't tell. It's, they're not called a hen goose. They're a, it's a, a goose. goose. <laughs> that was the, that was the joke. Goose. I was not being literal it's there. It's a goose goose. <laughs> I, think we're gonna, I think that the hunting is going to be okay, but I think we're going to want to kill everything we see. Just based on what <laughs> what it's like. I don't think that we're going to have the luxury of being like, oh, you know, it's been an hour since we've seen birds. I better not shoot <laughs> those hens. Okay. Shoot the green wings if you see them. But I, it's majority rules, so. I mean, I think you can afford like a couple bucks. Well, what is the, what, how much is it per hen? I don't know. We I'm never decided. Like five bucks. Yeah, I don't know if that is a good idea to do that game in the situation we're in right now. I mean, it's, it's not to not... I don't know. Because uh, if you ain't shooting birds, you don't have much hunting content I'm still either. shooting birds. I don't care if it's a hen or not. I like, think we make it with the mallards, but put a, put a make it a stiff penalty. Uh, okay. So, like, what? What's a stiff Five penalty? Five bucks a mallard hen. Okay. Let's do it. There we go. I'd be, I'd be fine with that. Yep. And, and then who? Uh, Josh, so, are you going to shoot killer. a mallard He's over Are there. you going <laughs> to shoot a mallard hen? I I, I've been trying to not. I right. Know. But on this, if there ain't no birds. It depends on how bad the day has been. So who gets I think the money? If you and I go where I where I think we might go, I think we'll shoot six to ten. Hens. 
I'm good. I, won't <laughs> I, think, we will. I think we will. But my dad went and scouted it today, and I have a pretty decent feeling about it. The wind's perfect. And with his, so, but if we're sitting there for three hours and three hens come in and we haven't shot anything, we're paying 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who, how do we and decide? And we'll get two and a half bird. Right? Yeah. We'll that, shoot that, those. Yeah. <laughs> who gets it at the end, I guess? The person with the less amount of hens, the least. Is that how it works? The least hens? Or the most Drake Pintels? <laughs> how about all the money goes to buying our last meal? I was, I was just about to say that. There you go. Yeah. That works too. Uh, cool. Uh, pizza Ranch or whatever it's called. <laughs> Chinese buffet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was saying, Kansas. do they still have buffets right now? Or they don't do I that? I don't know. Chinese buffets always sound like a good idea. <laughs> they are a good idea when you're there. Until you wake up. You in the walk morning. out of that restaurant and you're like, this was a bad idea. <laughs> no more MSG. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is this a good spot to go ahead and wrap it up? I'd say Have so. we been talking that long? We got we got stuff to take care of. We got to figure out what we're doing yeah. tomorrow. Yep, we got stuff to figure out, plan. So we're gonna go ahead wrap this one up. Uh, but thanks everybody for tuning in, you guys. Stay tuned. The Fios Collective. We got videos coming out on all of our channels. I'm not sure when this is gonna be posted. Probably next week. So you guys are already gonna be seeing um, the videos when this podcast comes out. But stay tuned for them. We're pumped for them. I know you guys are gonna be pumped for them as well. I'm Jordan Duncan Chronicles. Thomas, Matt, Elliot. Josh, Titus, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Let's go. Take it. <laughs> <laughs>